You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are talking DFS right here. It's a fun Friday, and uh, school is out in a lot of places. School's out for my kids, and I got to figure out now how life changes with them home all summer long and figure that <laughs> out. But it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. And Chris Meany, guess what? I got a little data to share with you today on the show. Ooh. Mm, you like Ooh. data? Mm, you want to eat some data? Yeah, you want some data? I do you wanna... like data, right, especially on a fun Friday. Fun Friday data. So the last 36 shows of On Deck on the podcast here since May. 36. Um, would you like to take a guess how many home run calls between you and I we have correct? Uh, it's I think definitely eight, I think definitely eighteen. Higher, wow! Higher, Bob. Wow. Okay. Um, not much higher, but higher. Twenty-two. <laughs> Twenty. We have 20, 20 of 36, of 36 home run calls. That is uh, what we call in the percentage uh, high in the percentage. That world. Is, that's, what, that's what we call that. How about that, Chris? Meaning I got the data I want to see. <laughs> I know. There you go. So we were Dan's talking been about him the on the board day. lately. Dan, Dan's been busy. Dan has been yeah. busy doing that. We appreciate him keeping the tally. It's kind of a fun thing we got going on. And our boy, a nitro DFS is in it too. So yeah, he's doing uh, well. He's, he's also, he's right behind it. us. Yes. He is. Yes. He is right. Not, not like by, you know, a lot, like he's right behind us. So yeah, like he could collectively, catch up this weekend. <laughs> collectively, yes. I think we are even like 27 or something like that or 25. It's crazy. Cause sometimes there was some overlap. But it is nuts. We are we are absolutely crushing it here with the home run calls, and we are ready to get back after it today. Chris Meany, it is a fun Friday slate. Are you ready for a new day, baby? Oh, I am ready. Let's go. Let's All go. right, so we're going to kick things off here with Aaron Nola at home against Sandy Alcantara and the Phillies. Now, here's the thing. I know Aaron Nola hasn't been great. He's had trouble getting into the sixth inning last two out of three last starts, but he's only 8K tonight on DK. And considering the way the pitching slate looks like, that is an enormous discount for Aaron Nola. He deserves the discount. He's earned it. But at the same time with this matchup at home, I know the offense stinks and all that. I'm willing to go here against Alcantara, and I'm willing to put Aaron Nola and some faith in him to return 8K value. I think that is very reasonable. We're used to seeing probably anywhere from 1,000 or more a difference in terms of pricing on him. There's a significant discount. I'm in on it. How about you? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You look at this price and you have to jump on it. You just you'd be silly not to. And and Nola is he's he's the best value on line start for DraftKings. It makes a lot of sense. Eight thousand dollars, like you said, like there's some studs at the top that you're going to want to have some exposure to. But you got to take advantage of this price, take advantage of the matchup. I know that Miami has been decent lately against St. Louis, pulled off another win yesterday against the Cardinals. They've been, you know, road dogs. If Cardinals you've been all are in a bad them. spot. They are on the bench. You know, Goldschmidt has just twenty nine RBI on the air right now. Yeah, it's it. It hasn't I mean, been good the for the Cardinals. Point. We're at the halfway point. He's got twenty nine. That's not a good number. Yeah, it's it's rough. So it hasn't been good for the Cardinals. But you know, we talked about Flaherty in a spot, and he was fine. He didn't get the W. But now, you know, Nola's similar to me. I look at value on the board. I look at his game log, and I see some tough some tough outings against some tough teams. 
and I see some outings against some mediocre teams like Detroit, like Miami already, where he's had great showings and he's definitely returned value. So I I, I feel pretty strong about him today, actually, to have a good showing. Now it's all I I don't know if I like it as much as the standalone at eight seven. I know no, in tournaments it's, it's people want to get make involved, an argument. Joe. Yeah, it is, but it's easy to get involved in Bryce Harper, who's now at the top of this lineup. Yeah, I and that. yeah, and this is a new thing here, relatively anyway, and. I want to kind of dig into this because we haven't really talked about it yet. And we haven't really chatted about Harper in a while, but I think this is a good idea. I like this a lot. Um, you know, sometimes it's, you got to be a little clever to get things going, getting him up there, getting him more at bats, I think is the right thing to do right now. And I love the value. He's just 4k on FanDuel on DraftKings. He is four, four. So I really like him at the top of the order. I don't love the rest of the order. Um, I mean, if you want to go ahead and go back to back on FanDuel with Hoskins and Harper, you could do that and go all in. That's fine. I think there's other things you have to count for tonight, uh, especially with Milwaukee, you know, back home and a couple other things we'll get to. But I just want to put that out there. I do like Harper at the top of the order and especially the discount you're kind of getting with him at the top of the order, which is terrific. Let's move on to another returning hero. We got a bunch of returning guys, too. We got got Judge and Altuve and this next guy, Dallas Keuchel, making his first start of the year against Steven Strasburg. Now, Keuchel is just 8.3 against Strasburg at 10.5. Looking at this one, Chris, I feel like there's going to be uh, a lot of love for Keiko tonight. He's only 7-7 on FanDuel, but I don't think this is a great first shot out of the gate for him on the road in Washington. I don't love it. I think it's a bit of a trap. I think I would stay away from it, especially because Strasburg has been good against Atlanta this year and Strasburg at home. I, I, I just think it's kind of tough for Keiko, who's not a big strikeout guy to begin with. Let's all remember that, boys and girls. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like absence has made the heart grow much fonder of Dallas Keuchel. Remember last year, everybody wanted to drop Dallas Keuchel, and now everybody's like falling over themselves to own him. And now tonight, I guarantee you the ownership is going to be way higher than it should be. Yeah, I have I have no season-long shares. I didn't want to get involved. And, you know, he's a fine ratios pitcher in decent spots. But this first, this first outing against Washington, I'm not involved. He did throw 106 pitches in his second AAA start. It wasn't even AAA, actually. It was AA. And he got rocked in that outing. It was Joe Adele, actually, took him deep in that game. But I'm not going to get involved here. Like, he could do enough to throw, you know, like I'm saying, he could throw 90-plus pitches. Like, I'm not really worried about him being stretched out. I just don't. Love the matchup. And you're right. He's not a big strikeout guy. He's somebody who relies on a ground ball rate that's hovered around 60 for most of his career. And he doesn't allow a lot of home runs. But tonight, no thanks. Not with some of the studs that are on the board today. And I'm not interested in Strasburg either. I don't usually like to attack the Braves unless I'm just trying to, you know, look for some tournament love. He does have that upside, obviously, Strasburg. But w- when you're looking at a slate with with Chris Sale and Trevor Bauer on the board and some value like we just talked about with Nola and we'll get to, I'm sure, a couple other guys that we like, it, both of these pitchers are just complete pa- passes for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they are passes. And I just it's, it's just funny to me. People saw Keiko strike out with nine guys in single A. Like, whatever. That's single A. That's it's yeah. a whole different animal. Don't get all excited about that. He should do but, that in single A. Right. He should do that. Well, it was once upon a time he was doing that Major League Baseball. But <laughs> this whole notion that Dallas Keiko is some kind of savior or somebody that you really want to get in bed with in DFS right away is crazy, especially against the Nats. I don't like it at all. What I do like in this game, actually, is Howie Kendrick, though, against Dallas Keiko at 3-3. <clears throat> all he does is hit. I mean, that's all he does. He's in a good spot there, too, where he's got Rendon and Sono ahead of him. So the guys are going to be on base. He's seeing RBI opportunities. He is a great lineup builder. I can't get enough Howie Kendrick. How do you feel about him? 
Yeah, I mean, he's a professional hitter. We've talked about him before, being a career yeah. 300 hitter, can hit lefties, can hit righties, getting a he's good opportunity here. He's more than pseudo here. on DK, though, tonight, Chris. I, it, we, yeah, we've been... That's I think crazy. we've been all over his DK price in terms of just baiting him because there was at one point, Joe, he was 5-4. He was 5-4 on DK, and we were like, whoa, and then he was 3-3 on FanDuel, and you look over on FanDuel, it's the same thing. He's 3-3 right now, so... I keep an eye on him this weekend. Brian Dozier, a couple home runs the other day. Keep an eye on, on those two. I think there's some value in tournaments, you know, if you, if you want to get involved that way. Adam Eaton hasn't really done a whole lot, but um, these are guys that are cheap for the weekend if you're playing. All right, very good. Let's move on to the next game here, which I'm starting to feel like it could be a – well, it's not a hard pass completely because I do want to point out some of the offensive players, but Musgrove and Lauer. Um, look, I'm done with Musgrove. It was it's a good five, one there. Five. Yeah, that you know what? Again, he's earned that price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, and but I will say this against, um, against this San Diego lineup. I know Machado has been a little banged up and all, but still, uh, Hunter Renfro and Fremil Reyes. Fremil Reyes is just four one over on the da- uh, DraftKings side and uh, over on FanDuel. These guys too. You just got Fremil at two nine, Renfro at three three. It's some serious power some serious pop here at a discount. And I think on a night like tonight, you're going to need some of those kind of bats and they've got home run upside, especially tournaments. And I like them against Musgrove in this ballpark tonight. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense for Musgrove. I'm actually going to have a share. I'm going to have a share because there are some offenses that I want to get involved in. Um, Definitely Boston. I'm going to want to have some shares of the Red Sox tonight for sure. So if, it's not a bad like stars and scrub strategy. I know Musgrove has been very bad, but at least it's at home against a Padres team who has, you know, a league high strikeout rate. So there's an opportunity there. If you want to go sail Musgrove or, you know, uh, it, Bauer Musgrove, it's, it's something to think about at least, but definitely have some exposure to some of these Padres bats. I mean, they're affordable. Like you said, Manny Machado's on like a nine game hit streak. I mean, we've been talking about him heating up and his price is really caught up on DraftKings. but if you're still playing on Fandle, three, four is three, four. It's a free square guys. Like oh. it really is. Like it's not even the most expensive bat on his, on his team. Well, no. So. And that's the whole point is you're Get looking involved. tonight where there's going to be some big bats in play. You know, you get the Yankees back up there too in full bore here when you got the Brewers at home and Yelich get another home run. So and then, of course, Trout's been red hot. and all. There's so many things to get behind tonight, whereas you're going to have to find some guys like this. And we just pointed yeah. out Kendrick. Or we pointed out earlier to, um, you know, that Harper is reasonably priced. So there's some options and some places to go. And I really like San Diego all weekend, too. And we'll get to that in tomorrow's show, too, because they've got a good weekend ahead of them in terms of some of the pitchers that they're facing. I think it's Stephen Brault. And uh, I got to oh, yeah. remember who the other one is, too. So there's there's a lot of opportunity this weekend to go all in on the Padres. All right, let's get to that. Yankee game. We got Paxton, the lefty against Brad Peacock. Now, I think this is another trap because you like to point out Houston hits left-handed pitching very well. And you got Jose Altuve back in this lineup. You also got a little flip-flop here, too, where you might see Altuve in the three-hole today uh, with Michael Brantley hitting two and Bregman at the top. So Jordan Alvarez has really kind of changed the dynamic of this lineup a little bit. So you got the big boy in the middle here. Uh, and I, I think he's going to play tonight against Paxton. We'll see. I mean, I'll see why you wouldn't throw him in there. No, I think he will too. Yeah, you get the DH. I mean, he, he, he got a game or two in in Cincinnati, so there's no I reason. Think he's kind of a trap though, don't you tonight with Paxton? 
Yeah, for sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm not getting involved in any of these pitchers. No way. I have too much respect <laughs> for for these lineups. Like I, it, we've talked before about good pitchers against good teams as tournament plays. Like I just, I just don't want any shares at all. Like the Astros are not a team that strikes out a ton. Look at that Yankees lineup. And Brad Peacock has had some stumbles since he went on a really good stretch, and he's had some stumbles over the past few outings. So I, I just. I can't get involved. No, no, thanks. Absolutely not. I mean, Altuve's three eight. If you want to go there, Brantley's three eight over on the FanDuel side. There's not a lot of value here on DraftKings besides Altuve, I suppose, at three eight as well um, on both sides. So, no thanks. Yeah, like, look at Judge. Altuve... Like, look at the Yankees come back yeah. and they're just so expensive, right? Judge is five. Like Upton, well, Upton's not again, the same it's, as it's Judge. The came... it's the, yeah, it's the DraftKings part. So, uh, you know, on FanDuel, it's not the case. On on FanDuel, Judge is four. LeMahieu still three eight, which is about what he's been lately. Stanton's three yeah. nine, uh, yeah. and Encarnacion, who we've talked about in the last home run call, we got Ryo's four two. So, you know, even Didi Gregorius and Glaber Torres. It, he, here's the thing: you want a piece of this Yankee game tonight? Again, I'm going to keep harping on this. You go down to Didi, Glaber Torres, and Aaron Hicks at seven eight nine. You just three, get a piece of it, yeah. Three six and three one respectively. Though, though, that's an enormous price break on guys where. This is those guys aren't easy outs. And no. DD's been red hot since he came off the DL, too. He's sitting over 300. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I'm looking at, and I know you got to give a price break somewhere in the lineup. Right. But I'm taking advantage of this one for sure. I think this is a great one should. tonight. Everybody should. Yeah. Peacock's allowed four homers in his last two outings. I mean, lefties have crushed him so far this season. Seven bombs, 362 Woba, 518 slugging. So DD is a great call. Hicks is going to go to the other side of the plate. He's going to swing there uh, from the left side. So he's he's 3 1. I mean, just because he's hitting seven in the seventh spot, ninth spot, get a piece. That seven, eight, nine is actually a decent little stack. I mean, people are going to try to fit in Judge and Stanton and Sanchez or Edwin. The bottom of those, the seven, eight, nine guys, these guys are going to have so much opportunity, RBI opportunity to drive and runs. Like, you don't think that those guys ahead of them are going to be on base. Like, you're silly because there's going to be a lot of offense to be had in New York for the rest of the year. So that's where you're right. We've been talking about Glaber and Hicks. For a while on the FanDuel side, you got to take advantage of that. No, I agree a thousand percent on that. That's that's where you hit it. You hit it hard tonight. You fade those top guys, especially because Stan's just coming back. The judge is just coming back. You know, there's a little bit of rust in there. Now, they could have good games. Brad Peacock can help that fact. But yeah. still, I just don't think it's a good thing to to overspend right now when you have guys who have equal, if not more upside at a better cost. Let's go to Matt Boyd and Trevor Bauer tonight in Cleveland. Now, here's, you know, Boyd is 10K, Bauer is 11 and a half. Bauer's been better the last two starts. That's their fan duel pricing. Um, here, here's my point of view with this one. If you want to take a shot, you take a shot with Matt Boyd in tournaments as the oppo play because Bauer has been good the last two starts. So I'm okay with that because Boyd's been outstanding. The strikeout to walk ratio in the year has been outstanding. I understand the trouble is, can he get to the W? And that's that's a real question mark. Um What's your take on this one? Do you think it's just better to stay safe with Bauer now that Bauer looks like he might have at least turned a bit of a corner recently? I, I think so, but you're right to be hesitant because, you know, they're two good pitchers going up against each other, two really, let's be honest, mediocre offenses. You're going to want to get that win tonight. So from a tournament standpoint, I, well, I, still, my got, I still got Bauer. I'm still going to put both. this out there. Bauer's 11-5. My problem with Bauer tonight is for $500 more, I can have sale at home yeah. against Trent yeah. Thornton and the Blue yeah. Jays. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. and I'm And I'm looking double-digit strikeouts in the face there in that game. And I'm looking huh. at staring at a hard W there because yeah. they can't beat Trent Thornton and there's a problem out there. So right. that's my problem is on the standalone pitcher side, I don't get it. And then we're kind of doing two games at once here, but 
No, you're that's right. Why, it's why it's, it's Boyd or Bust for me in that game. Yeah, see, well, like in cash, you're definitely playing sale. In tournaments, you're going to want to have some shares. But if you want to pivot off sale, I mean, we've seen sale have bad outings so far this year. And if you're, you're all Not in, in a on while, him, screwed. <laughs> it, yeah, you're right. But it could happen, right? You, you don't have 100, 100% exposure to him. I would just rather have Trevor Bauer. I mean, I, I see the fly ball rate starting to catch up a little bit to Matt Boyd. He's starting to allow some home runs. I mean, that's what he did all of last season. He's allowed a home run in three straight outings, four over that span. He hasn't gone deep in in a while, really. I mean, he went seven innings against Minnesota. Other than that, it you have to go all the way back to early um, May to, to see that he went past six innings. So Bauer's coming off a complete game shutout against this exact Tigers team where he just cruised right through them, 8K, four hits. So it's a pivot. It's a pivot off sale, but he's not a cash game play. It's a tournament thing, and you should have expo- You should have near 100 exposure to sale. It makes a lot of sense to, but if you're going to pivot off him and you're not going to go all the way down the board to NOLA, there's some up. There's more upside with Bauer than Nola. Yeah, I, I can I can understand that. If you're just trying to get off ownership, that's fair. But yeah. we always talk about it. You don't get extra points for being fancy. You get no, points no. for being right. So, all right, let's go to Ariel Urado at home against Ronaldo Lopez um, because this is another one too to discuss. Urado had his uh, had his streak broken last weekend. It was sad. It was a four four straight quality starts, but. Got the White Sox at home, and I'm willing to go back down to this well because when you're looking for secondary pitchers tonight, Chris, I mean, how do you not like a salary at 6-5 that allows you to put a Chris Sale lineup in tournaments if you want? Yeah, I mean, that's the way I felt with Musgrove, right? I mean, you save yourself another $1,000. Yeah, but I feel that. somehow better about your auto at home against Ronaldo Lopez, and especially, yeah. the, especially with this Texas Ranger lineup with Calhoun back to another big stud lefty bat. Yeah, I mean, that's why they get this 6.3 team implied total. And you're right to think that there's a better opportunity here for a win for Gerardo, for sure. Um, it is it is the highest total game on the board. They're, they're expecting a lot of runs, 11.5, um, and it's not even close. I mean, that really could get to 12 with, with both of these offenses and <laughs> Gascan, Ronaldo Lopez um, on the hill, for sure. So, I mean, this guy's allowed 19 home runs already, and lefties crush him righties crush him the fly ball rate is through the roof the hard hit rate is 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 bad so you want to get involved in texas bats i'll say that like i don't have much interest in in the pitching sides but you're gonna want to get like the willie calhoun another, another great fan duel stack right as dribble yeah. cabrera two nine willie calhoun three four mazara who's been much better of late three how about odor uh, two eight get involved yeah. in that yeah. i mean odor is the only one guy he pisses me off because of the, the you know he's so all or nothing yeah, you know, he well, this is a really perfect kill. tournament guy. He's the perfect I know, tournament player. I know, but he just makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense. Like, he hasn't been no. great this year. I mean, year, even no. Chu at the top of this order, too. I mean, yeah, look, Chu's great. Chu, Mazzara, Willie Calhoun, if you want to just stack the lefties against Lopez, you can go do, do that. I'll do that in cash. And yeah, Estrubo Cabrera is in there, too, at 2-9. I mean, another great lineup builder, one-off tonight, where you're looking yep. for guys around 3K to, to make lineups work. Absolutely love it. All right, Sonny Gray. God bless you, Sonny. It's been a pretty good year for you, but I can't deny it against Milwaukee and Milwaukee. Not doing it. In fact, I'm uh, I can't believe this is only at what eight and a half. How is yeah. this not an over? I know, really surprised. And it actually went down. It opened up at nine and it went to eight and a half. You know, the Brewers actually their offense has been struggling a little bit. I know they lost because <laughs> they played the road runs. games lately. That's exactly <laughs> it. They went to San Fran and they went to San Diego, two of the I mean, that's I mean, pitcher parts in baseball. It makes me laugh because everyone's like, "Wow, you know, they've really hit a rough patch." I'm like, "No, they just hit a road trip, you tool." Yeah. Like that's <laughs> what exactly happened. Exactly it. Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, it. Go get them back in Milwaukee. You'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, they'll you know? they'll break out. The Reds pitching has been pretty decent this year, especially their bullpen. But they'll break out. They're at home. We've talked about that all year to fade them on the road and 
and take them at home. You know, Sonny Gray has been really good against lefties, a 186 average. It's opponents, uh, that's pretty solid, man, a 218 Woba it's and very- only a 263 slugging percentage. So maybe you just kind of, I, I don't know, Yelich is a different beast, but maybe like Moustakis or Thames and Shaw, maybe those aren't the guys for you tonight. Maybe you maybe want to get involved Kane elsewhere. on with Yelich yeah. tonight if you want to go with those guys. And they're pretty so. cheap too. Kane is just three. Another guy on FanDuel yeah. is just 3K. Him and Brian Braun, Braun's 2-9. You know, if you want to tax Sonny Gray tonight a little bit, I know it sounds crazy, but I think you actually want to do it with the righties because they're cheaper. And how about and, on the other side? I think we should pick on Chase Anderson a little bit as well. This is oh, a, yeah. a, another fly ball guy. And I think maybe, you know, people seem to be out on Suarez. You know, his price has dropped down a little bit. He's he's in a big slump and he hasn't been good. So 4-1 on DK seems like maybe it'd be a bit of a stretch. But yeah, I think he's a Dietrich solid at 2-9, tournament Puig at 2-9. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, Dietrich at 2-8. I mean, that, there's a lot of a lot of value here, actually. You know, on the weekend, it's going to jump up. But on the, there's actually some decent value there tonight as opposed to what's looking at for Saturday and Sunday. Martin Perez, the lefty against Jake Junis. I'm going to fade this one a little bit personally. I don't like any of these pitchers in this matchup, even at the cost. Um, I, I think Martin Perez can get a win, but he's been spotty. He's He's gone back to being the Martin Perez that we all yeah, thought yeah. he was. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you're looking for pieces of this lineup, it's always a good idea for, you know, Rosario and Cruz or Rosario, Cruz, and Crone. You can stick with the middle of this order and you can't really go wrong. Do you have anything to add here on the other side of this one? Uh, maybe Corey Soler again against the lefty? Yeah, sure. Why not? He's been crushing lefties this year and he's been good to us over the past yeah. few days. So, oh, the past few days, he's been very good to us. Yeah, very, he, he really has. Yeah. I will say this about the Twins. I was listening to their broadcast the other day and they were talking about just the funk that they were in. And they are in one now. They just played the Red Sox and then they thought they'd bounce back in Kansas City yesterday. Only scored one run. All of a sudden, they've lost four or five. And, you know, it's hard to keep that pace up all year. Like they've been the best offense in baseball all year. I mean, they've crushed lefties. They've they've led in home runs and contact rate. They don't strike out a lot. So it's it's normal to see a little bit of a slump. So I think maybe in, from tournaments, people are off of them. I think people have been burned over the past few days and they won't think about them. I would shy away in cash, but I would still get involved in tournaments. I mean, they have a 5.19 implied total. We know what Jake Junis is all about. So I think in it, from a tournament standpoint, this may be, the first time in a while where you could get low ownership on some of these guys. All right. Here's the next guy I want to talk about, because I think he's an intriguing pairing with Aaron Nola tonight on DK. If you want to just kind of go cost effective and load up on offense, it's Griffin Canning against the Cardinals, who I think are really scuffling right now. Goldschmidt's hitting under, he's hitting under 200, isn't he on the year or something Jeez. like that? It's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's terrible. Like where, where everything is, is just, it's a bad scene right now. And I feel like, they're just getting beat up. He's got a matchup against Michael Waka. He's no DH. I think you can make and and right now, I mean, you can't get much hotter than Troughton and uh, Upton and all these guys. So wouldn't you think that it's it's a decent play to, you know, Otani won't be in the lineup, though, right? Because there's no DH. Yeah, he probably in the outfield. He, no, they're going to end. Right. Pulhos, this is Pulhos's first game back in St. Louis. since. He oh, wow. That's right. Is it it's, really? Yeah, How right. That happened? Was he like, hurt or something the last time? I just don't think they played in St. Louis. That's from like neat. eight years. <laughs> it's what That's, feels like almost eight years. Oh, like, I guess they crazy. played St. Louis, but not in St. Louis. Yeah, okay. not in. That's like they, okay. he's he's played the cards, but he hasn't been in St. Louis. So it's gonna be a special weekend for well, that'll him. That'll be he's nice for him. Some, <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna get some at bats. So yeah, I don't I don't think we'll I don't know if we'll see Otani at all this weekend. Maybe maybe he can play first. Once, I think you can make I, a I really it. strong play for Griffin Canning tonight, though, in this matchup. I really do. Yeah, 
the Cardinals, you're right. We've we've talked about them over the past three weeks. They've been one of the worst teams in baseball. Like they're not they right now over the last two weeks hitting 218. That's 29th in in baseball. Only the Orioles have a worse average. And go look at them from a Woba standpoint. They're 27th. I mean, they're just they're striking out 25% of the time. I mean, they're they're really struggling. So Canning does have that fly ball rate that kind of gets him into trouble, but he can strike a few guys out as well. And you mentioned Trout. Leinster has him as like the best value tonight from a hitter standpoint. Well, he's, he's he five eight. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, and that's hey, look, I, I can understand it. I mean, lines are not yeah. wrong. No, I get, <laughs> no, I get how, it. He's on one of those. How do you, right now. Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you squeeze him in? <clears throat> and yeah. I, you can make a way. Look, you know how you squeeze him in guys like having canning and Nola as your pitchers yeah. tonight. That's yeah, that's or, or canning in Urado and you want to yeah. go load up on offense. I think you can do that and make it work. I like um, Upton at three nine, and I like Calhoun at three two on the physical yeah, side. I think those are good I would, prices. I would agree with that. All right, Samarja so and Taylor Clark. I just kind of want to skip it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong to want to skip it. Uh, you know, I'm not one to skip it. But as always, you know, David Peralta on Fanduel is underpriced, and yes, I think that's yes. the only thing uh, worth pointing out here. Yeah, good call. Samarja is not very good on the road. He allows a lot of homers. Get involved no, with Peralta. Right. Let's let's move on to more important things. Although this one might be worse. Andrew Kittredge against Tanner Anderson. Man. <sighs> what a what a wild finish last night. I went to bed. I didn't see the finish, but I woke up this morning to a notification of Matt Chapman with the walk off home run. So the Rays scored three, I believe, in the ninth, and then. Oakland just scored maybe four in the bottom of the ninth. I think that's how that works. I didn't. And, I didn't see it all. Yeah. Yeah, and just I mean. It was a wild finish. Yeah, it was a 5-4. Yeah, the Rays scored three in the ninth to take the lead 4-1. And then Oakland, you know, scored four in the bottom of the ninth, walked off match happened. I still like some of these Oakland bats. I don't think that they're getting the respect that they deserve. I I, I love taking them. Their team implied total at four. I, I still like Olsen at 4-4. I like Davis at 4-1. I don't really care that it's in Oakland. This Tampa, we mentioned it, this Tampa bullpen, I told you about that broadcast. Those those Tampa broadcasters are completely worried about this bullpen and how many innings they've already had. I think it's starting to catch up to them. Yeah, I think, yeah, they have I think an opener is. every other day, like, and they go to the bullpen. It and, it's, yeah, for it's sure. not a long term strategy. You know, they're no, playing like it's a Little League World Series, and it's not. It's, it's catching up to them. Games. Yes, for sure. They're uh, gonna need. They're gonna need some sort of starter, like to pick up somebody. To give them some long relief, like it's, but it's, they won't because they won't want to deal the young talent they have. So it'll have to be somebody off the scrap heap, and I don't yeah. know if that's going to help. Well, you know? Chapman, Olson, Davis, I want to get involved in those three on Fanduel. That I think there's value with all three of them: three seven, three four, three eight. It's doable. You can get those three in and and really still have a, a solid balance for your lineup. I would I would even do it in cash <laughs> in the late slate. All right, Erman Marquez against Walker Bueller. Now this one. This one deserves our attention, okay? Because over on FanDuel, Marquez is just 7-6. Now, he's got a 3-3 ERA on the road this year. We all know he's a strikeout machine. Walker Bueller has been better lately, but it's 7-6. I am just, it's like begging. It is begging on FanDuel to be played in tournaments tonight with Mike Trout and with whatever else you want to just blow all the cash you have on. And I'm fine with it. I, I You know what? We always say the same thing. Even the other night when Flaherty, you know, I said Flaherty was a lock for 40 points and he still didn't get a W. I feel the same way about Marquez. He can still get you 40 tonight without the W and you can still hit pay lines for sure in tournaments with even upside for more if if the Rockies should jump on Bueller. Now, the funny thing with Bueller is, you know, without, you know, you have Trevor Story now out of this lineup. So it's a little yeah. bit of a negative because the bottom of the order is not good now. You get to McMahon and Rogers and Toppy and Walters. 
you know, it's, it's not that good. So all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden things look a little rocky for Colorado, but I, I think it's something where you have to, you have to recognize the value here tonight. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a thing. It's not a cash gameplay. It's might not even a DraftKings. On DraftKings, he's nine. And that's fan, Chris. I that's seven six. You don't want to get this tonight. Yeah, it's tough to have him as your as your one pitcher. I see what you're saying. The I think it's a... in a tournament, especially on FanDuel, because they really it's all about the strikeouts and the quality start on FanDuel. Can he get me that? Yeah, and I feel like he can. I feel like he can <laughs> too. Know? I mean, that over under is set at seven right now, which is you know pretty remarkable considering these two teams and what they can do offensively. So you know, Vegas is not only giving Walker Buehler some respect, but they're giving well, Marquez Buehler's, some respect Buehler's as well. Buehler's been good lately, Chris. I mean, he really has. He's definitely yeah, turned yeah. the corner. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, for sure. And I like him much better at home. I always have. Like, I think Bueller is is somebody you can get involved with in cash and a late slate. I think the under in this game. Yeah, for sure. Me too. You know, at seven, I, right? At seven, I'm yeah. taking the under. I don't think. Yeah. I think this is going to be. A, this has got four two three two written all over it. Yes, okay. actually, jumped up to seven and a half. Wow. So it's, oh, it's take gone the under. Seven and seven and a half. Yeah, take absolutely. It. Maybe wait till it gets to eight. <laughs> no, but there's <laughs> there's like little adjustments you can do, guys. Like you can. If you're just new to the, you know, the betting landscape, you could, you know, get a, a, a different, an alternate total if you want. Like if you didn't feel comfortable seven and a half, you can adjust the adjust it to eight and a half. You're obviously not going to get the same kind of odds. But if you feel better about eight and a half, obviously we, we all should. Another run will help us out. Um, you could do that. So, yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I go Bueller and cash and I'd take a shot with Marquez in tournaments for sure. Why not? All right. And uh, last but not least, your boy, your John namesake, means. John Means. Who is 8.1 on FanDuel, but, 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 just like your auto, very cheap, 7.2 as a secondary pitcher on DK. This is another guy tonight, I think, has upside. And I, I understand the lineup doesn't have Mancini in it right now, and that's kind of a bummer. But at the same time, I know the Mariners had a good output the other night. Domingo Santana had a huge game. I get that. But Means has been very good. And I think he's definitely in play again as a secondary pitcher where you're trying to find a way to pay up for Bauer or pay up for sale. I think it's got to be guys like Means and Yurado tonight. You got to be willing to do that because there's just way too much offense potentially on this board with Texas, with Milwaukee, with Boston, with the Yankees. Way too many big time offenses that have good matchups and good situations. So that's my feeling. Are you as bullish on Means as I am? Yeah, we should be. We've, I mean, you talked about them against the Red Sox, right? Mm-hmm. And they, and yeah. he's had a good, and he had a good showing against the Red Sox. And now he's going up against the Mariners. They strike out 26% of the time against lefties. It's the fourth highest mark in baseball. Look at all the lefties we've talked about before. Look at all the lefties inside, you know, in this lineup and Smith and, and Crawford and Vogelback's getting every day at bats, but he still can't hit lefties and Seager and D Gordon. There's a lot of lefties up and down this lineup. So I think means could get you a couple of strikeouts more so than we've, you know, cause he's not a huge strikeout guy, but he has the potential to do that tonight. You might not get the win, but Mike Leake is nothing special on the other side. You could be surprised. No. Oh, that's the thing. I look at it like Mike Leake on the other end of this one. Eh, that looks yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. You know, somebody could do something here. Maybe Chris Davis shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he does. Oh, it killed me. Oh, Chris Davis. Man, to be Chris Davis, to be tall and handsome and hero and millionaire and just get to hang out. It- and- He's 2-2. Two, two. Do we baseball. go down that road again? No. No. no we don't. We don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He's 2000 He's $2,000 <laughs> on Fandle. He's 2-2 two, two on DraftKings. I haven't looked at the Chris Davis game log lately. I don't know if that's something I, sh- I want to do right now, if that's going to be a bad thing or a good thing for me. 
Let's could leave this show on a high note, not on a bad note, by looking When's at his game When's the last time log. he's had a multi-hit game? I guess that's that's my well, question. Well, here we go. He's hitting 159 on the season. Is that so all? That's not good. <laughs> um, the last time he had a multi-hit game was May 10th. Uh, he went two for three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my May goodness. 10th. And, um, May 10th. yeah, he just, yeah, it's it's a lot of zeros. There's a lot of donuts here. He's had, let's see, let's see how many multi-hit games he's had this year. He's had one, two, three, four. <laughs> he's had five. Five multi-hit games this season. <laughs> Poor guy. Remember when he was like just crushing home runs every time he went up to the plate? Like every time this guy was hitting home runs. I was at the Rogers Center a few years ago. He hit three and one game. 40 something, making runs at 50. It was crazy. 53 home runs in 2013. They took away his medicine. They took away his Adderall and then uh, Uh, I don't know what happened. He can't focus. Yeah, ever since that moment, it's been kind of down. All right, let's focus on some betting right now. What are you looking at tonight here? Besides (laughs) that, besides that uh, under, we were just all over. What else you got on the board? Yeah, I have that one written down on paper. The under, I like the over in Houston and New York at at nine. I'm going to take Atlanta every time the road dogs. I'm not huge on Keuchel tonight. We we think he's a trap, but I think you know the Braves can do enough to win the game at plus one twenty nine. I think he can take Boston by a couple runs tonight, get some value, minus one fifty to take him by two runs. Detroit. Cleveland under eight and a half. I like Minnesota on the road and I like Arizona at home against San Fran. All right. All right. It's that time in the show where it's time to go yard. We're going to call our shot. And tonight for dinner, I'm serving a Fran meal. That's right. A Fran meal (laughs) Reyes in Pittsburgh. And uh, he's going to go yard against Joe Musgrove or whoever else they decide to throw out there by the time Musgrove is out in the fifth inning. So I'm going Fran meal. I don't know if it's going to go in the river. But it's going to definitely go over the fence. So, Franmil Reyes is my pick for Friday night. Chris, where are you going? But there's so many ways to go. There really are. I wanted tonight. to challenge myself a little, just a little bit. Yeah, you, I like you, the Franmil tonight. Yeah, you did want to challenge yourself just a little bit. Let's go. I I am not going to challenge myself. I'm going to go right to chalk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go right to chalk, and I am going to go with JD Martinez tonight against Trent Thornton. I just think it's it's completely worth the price to pay up for JD tonight in Boston against Thornton, flyball pitcher. All right, there you have it. So we uh, we'll be back again tomorrow morning on Saturday for your weekend show. Take you through the weekend in DFS and betting and everything else in between. And you know it's the kind of show you can kick back, listen to on the hammock, make some lineups up. And, uh, you know, kind of enjoy the weekend. It's summer. You sit by the pool. You make some lineups. You listen to the podcast. You get a couple laughs. And, you know, chances are you'll be more successful than Chris Davis. So you can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Chris Meany. Follow me at Joe Pizapia 17 And, of course, follow us at LineStar app. And download that LineStar app today. Use it. I'm telling you, it's going to yes. change your world. Football's right around the corner with Line Star 2, so you can get in there and start to understand the tools and how they work for football season. And, of course, get your fantasy football black book 2019 while you're at it. That'll do it for me and Chris. And there's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.